Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to talk about transferable skills. Now, there is nothing, nothing worse than applying for a job, getting an interview, going to the first interview, maybe the second interview, and then getting rejected for something that they could have seen on your resume at the start. And that is if you don't have certain industry experience or certain experience that you know you have transferable skills for. So today I want to address that because one of my clients that is going through my signature program, the Career Success Program, asked me at the start when we were working together, like, what? how do I overcome that objection? Now, there are three specific ways, and you don't do just one, you don't do two, but you do all three of them to guarantee success. Now, before I dive into all the tactics, there's something that you should know. So there are three reasons why you are not successful in the job. And it's important for you to know, to be able to um, set your own expectations. So the first reason is that there is no cultural fit. You simply don't fit in the culture. And to be honest, it goes two ways. It goes their way and it goes your way. So that's the first thing. And it's not in your control. The second thing is basically they're not in the right mindset. And that actually also goes two ways. It might be you or it might be them. So imagine if you're in an interview and uh, you're the interviewer and thinking about uh, the the CEO meeting that you have um, uh, just after the interview or uh, you just had a fight with your partner and it's playing on your mind, you're just not 100% present in the interview. Even though people should, and I, I don't say they shouldn't, but reality is that sometimes their mindset, they're not in the right mindset. So, and that is also not in your control. But the third aspect is completely in your control, and that is your job is to give them the confidence that you not only can do the job, but that you can actually thrive in the role. And that is your job to give them the confidence. So basically, you need to know that because it's so vital that you know that, okay, there are components that I can't control, but this I can control. And I have to make sure in the interview, in order for me to nail it, that I have to do my grade A game, bring my grade A game to actually nail that interview and get the job offer or get the second interview at the end of it. All right, so let's go back to transferable skill. So there are three ways. And the first way is like making sure you make it crystal clear in your introduction. And your introduction is basically your answer to the question uh, when they ask you, tell me about yourself. 
So when they ask you that question, my clients give their career statement, their career summary. So, and that is your elevator pitch. So in your elevator pitch, you have to make sure that whatever they try to achieve, that you say that is applicable across multiple industries and you list the industries that you have worked in. And you also highlight that when you joined that industry, that you actually had to learn everything from scratch, but the principles of what you were doing, the process is exactly the same to achieve the results that they want to achieve. So that's the first point that you make in your career statement. Now, the reason why this is so important is there are two parts or two moments that people remember the most, and that's the, the beginning and that's the end. And we will talk about the end in a second, but the beginning is so important. That's why people say the first impression, the first 90 seconds. So capitalize on that to make the best first impression, to incorporate that into your, um, into your elevator pitch. Now, one big mistake that I see people make is to say like, and I'm a quick learner. That is not incorporating that in your elevator pitch because everybody will say that. You have to demonstrate it. You have to give the specific industries that you've worked in and you have to talk about the specific process that you applied. Okay, so that's the first uh, part. The second part is during the interview. Now, during the interview, your job is if you are interviewing for a different industry and you know at the back of their mind they're going to be thinking about this, is constantly First, highlight the fact that you know the process, A, B, C, that you have an example of that process and where you applied that process. But thirdly, that that is the same process that you uh, uh, use across multiple industries. Again, it's your job to take them on the journey. You can't expect them to make the assumption themselves. You have to spell it out. Whatever level you are at, because the higher up the corporate ladder you go, the more important this becomes that you don't just like uh, hope for them to make assumptions, that you actually make sure that you take them on that journey and that you demonstrate during the interview, you highlight the results and you bring it back that that was actually the same process you used across multiple industries. And that is actually industry independent. So what you do is constantly planting seeds because convincing somebody is not just saying it once and hopefully they get it, it's actually repetition. And those of you who are in senior roles, you will know that sometimes you have to repeat things for people to actually fully buy into it and say it at different times and in different ways for people to really understand and to really um ring through on their subconscious uh, on their subconscious so that's the second way the second part is during the interview so the first part is in the beginning of the interview the second part is during the interview and we know what we need to do and the last part is addressing the pink elephant in the room most of us, they think like, I nailed it. I talk, uh, talked through the interview. I answered all the questions. I really had good report with the interviewer. Uh, everything is good. 
But as long as you do not address the pink elephant in the room, they're going to have that in the back of their mind that you don't have any industry experience. And if somebody walks in with that industry experience, guess what? They're going to choose that candidate over you. So the best thing to do is address the pink elephant in the room. Now, you have to be careful with that. You just can't ask like, oh, uh, what do you think about that I don't have FMCG experience? Because that is like a no-go. But the way you do it is um, by asking a question how the, the, the skill or the main result that they try to achieve, the reason why they are hiring for this position is has been working for them in the past. How is that going in their industry? And so whenever you actually go and talk about um, what they're trying to achieve and link it to their industry, you have a hook. And the hook is that you actually can talk about that you have resolved that problem in multiple industries again. So again, you take what they see as the biggest challenge, the biggest problem, and you convert it to how you are the answer to that problem. And so you make the best last impression again. So you make the best first impression. You, during the interview, you plant seeds everywhere. And, during, uh, and at the end of the interview, you make sure that you go out with a bang. So, and what they will remember is that you have a depth of experience and that you can operate in multiple industries and that industry experience is not going to be a challenge. Now, there's one thing that I want to say. Sometimes, and I've seen it before, you have people that are really stuck on industry experience. They have worked like 30 years in the same kind of industry and uh, financial services or FMCG. And it's very, it's almost impossible to change their mindset. So, and it changed their, 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 their view. And that is okay. Most of the time, they don't even interview you for an interview. Uh, they don't invite you for an interview because they can see that from your resume. So the fact that they invite you for an interview, that is that they have seen something that intrigues them. But you didn't deliver 100% on that expectation in the interview. So you have to remember that. So it's your interview skills that you have to look at and that you have to change the way you do them and the way you conduct them. And so I hope this made sense to you. And I hope you have some gold nuggets out of this. If you did, just give me a thumbs up um, because the more people engage with this video, the more people I can reach uh, with my message and the more careers and job searches I can transform. And that's really what I'm all about. If you want my help for the next uh to get to the next level, go to newhorizoncoaching.com.au forward slash call and schedule in a career breakthrough session. It's free. It's complimentary. It's free. And on the call, we're going to do three things. First of all, I want to know where you're heading because for most people, it's not just getting a new six-figure leadership role. No, it's actually finding a job where they can make an impact earn what they deserve and feel fulfilled. So basically, I want to know where you want to go, what your long-term vision is for yourself.
Then I want to understand where you're at right now. And so, and then as a third thing, we're going to see what the roadblocks are in between, what's stopping you from getting there. And we're going to put a plan together um, to actually make sure you get there faster, easier, and simpler, because there is no point in reinventing the wheel. Like I have had like hundreds of clients that went through my career success program, had absolutely amazing breakthroughs in their job search. So I want you to be one of them. I want you to be, if you're stuck, I want to help you get unstuck and move forward to the next level. Stop that frustration. Stop that feeling like, oh my God, it's not working. Stop trying to do it all on your own. You don't need to. So schedule in a call today, newhorizoncoaching.com.au forward slash call. By the way, I work with people all over the world. So even if you're based in the US, in Canada, in Europe, doesn't matter. Uh, um, I work through Zoom with my clients all over the world, world, all types of industries. As long as you are a corporate professional with over 12 years experience, I'm a person that I can, uh, that, uh, that can help you. Uh, get unstuck in your job search. Enough about that. Like, uh, I hope you enjoyed and uh, I will see you in the next slide. Thank you very much. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, New Horizon Coaching com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.